Stem cell science is changing medicine and our understanding of human development. Learn more with the Stem Cell Channel. Visit uctv.tv slash stem cell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to day two of the CIRM 2020 grantee meeting. I'm Kevin McCormack. I'm the communications director at CIRM. And over the course of the day, we're going to be hearing from different patients and patient advocates telling their story. And because this next session is about pediatric and rare diseases, we're delighted to be able to have Pawash Parank join us and talk about his experiences. Hi, Pawash. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, Kevin. How are you? I'm great, thank you. So tell us about Ronnie and your experiences with stem cells. I mean, how you came introduced into this world that you hoped never to have to see anything about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Kevin. Um, yeah, Ronav, um, Ronav uh, was born on March 9, uh, 2017. And, um, and uh, you know, everything started very perfectly. He was perfectly a very healthy child. And everything was going perfectly fine. Everybody was very happy in the family. But within a few days, within six to seven days, we uh, we started getting reports that he is uh, immunodeficient kid, and they were they were terming him as uh, you were they were they were telling the test results are skid uh, positive, and that was really uh, shattering. It was uh, devastating for all of us in the family. We we didn't know initially what really skid is all about and how severe it is. But as as we start uh, doing more and more googles about it. And when we started hearing from, you know, his pediatric doctors and, and other doctors in, in, uh, in Folsom, California, we knew that this is something which is definitely going to change our life forever. Um, uh, for, that, for our viewers, sorry to interrupt, but for our viewers, um, SCID is severe combined immunodeficiency. It's a really, it's a rare immune disorder where children have no functioning immune system. So even a simple infection or cold could be fatal and obviously in the time of covid um, that could be really life-threatening sorry oh absolutely Gosh. absolutely kevin yeah that is what we were hearing from our doctors as well that this is uh, this is something which your your child has and he doesn't have immune system to fight any kind of virus in the outside world and 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 you know we we need to treat him as quickly as possible right now in the beginning of uh, beginning of his uh, phases like couple of weeks he will have the immune system from his mother um, and and that would make him survive for a couple of weeks, but after that it would it could be it could lead to anything. Any kind of infection would be a trouble. So we uh, we were um, having a conversation with UCSF uh, Benioff Children's Hospital from San Francisco. We got a call saying that you know I think I think the report gets mailed out to different agencies in United States, and we started getting calls from them saying that you know you would have to come here as quickly as possible and get this kid. Uh, you know, let's talk about the next option because we we realized from all of the doctors that were talking to us that there is not as such a potential treatment other than bone marrow transplant at that point of time because they didn't know what kind of a skid it is probably. So we got a call from UCSF and we asked we were asked to rush over there. So we we reached there and the discussion started with the bone marrow transplant, which started with you know all kind of positive symptoms, all kind of negative of, you know, bone marrow transplant, what is graft versus host disease situations, you know, when somebody gives you the uh, bone marrow to generate the immune system in child's body, it could react positively, it could react negatively. So all those kinds of discussions were really, really, you know, it was it was devastating for, for both of us, I, me and my wife in, in, in the room, and all of the doctor panels were was there. Um, so this is when they started doing the further testing on, on Ronov and, uh, and they found that he is X-linked his kid, which fortunately at that point of time had, uh, had the gene therapy option as a clinical trial. 
This is when we were introduced about the gene therapy. We were kind of, Kevin, already reading about it somewhere in the blogs that, you know, if you have a skied child um, somewhere in, in Europe and somewhere in other nations, they are treating with, uh, with, with gene therapy where genetically they would take something, take the DNA out of uh, Ronnie, fix the genetic disorder and then put it back in him. So we were kind of thinking about it already, but then uh, the, the X-linked SCID uh, result that came out gave us hope that UCSF was one of the hospital who was doing the trial um, in, in correspondence to it with CIRM. Um, um, that is when CIRM was introduced to us that uh, Ronoff could also go with the same kind of treatment. That was really, really uh, something which we felt really good because we were already kind of reading a good materials out of it. We were, we were knowing that, you know, something which would be taken out of Ronnie, fixed it, and then given back to him could probably really work really well in compared to bone marrow transplant for what we were hearing about it, like graft versus host disease and infections and all those kinds of things. So that is the... Ago, how long ago was the treatment? Um, so March, we got admitted, March 2017. And uh, I think three months of time is required for a child to be three months old so that he can get a small amount of chemo to create that space where he can get the gene therapy uh, treatment. So three months that, and then there is a wait time for, uh, you know, for, for when the T cells would come up, when the immune system would come up. In total, we were with Ronnie in the hospital for over uh, six months, over six months of period. So we got discharged in September. We got admitted in March and got discharged in September. But the journey really didn't end over there because there are so many components of immune system that needs to develop in Ronnie's body. But yes, he had uh, he had the positive immune system after gene therapy within within three months of time. How's he doing yeah. today? <clears throat> he is really really doing good, uh, Kevin. He is uh, you know he has been good. I mean, so we never saw him infected with any kind of uh, disease. To be very honest with you, because he was in the beginning, he was in the hospital, he was playing, he was growing over there, and uh, and then we got him treated with the gene therapy. Um, you know, obviously after gene therapy, we had to do the IVIG and other things for B cells to come up. These are some technical things that, that needs to happen in the body. But overall, he he has been healthy baby throughout his journey. He is really, really doing good. We take him like everywhere. We take him to parks. We take him to malls. We take him to, you know, shopping complexes, anywhere. Like he is doing as good as any other children would be doing with the normal immune system. So that is, um, you know, that, that is such a relieving, relieving thing for us, like, uh, you know, because it's, it's such a relief uh, with, you know, a uh, sense, of, uh, sense of feeling in, in, my, in our head that, you know, gene therapy is something which we went forward with and it's really working great for Rani. He's really, really doing very well. Yeah. When you were making decision, did you feel that you had enough information? Because I know that there's a lot of pressure in a very short amount of time to make that kind of decision about something that was still quite experimental. Yeah, absolutely, Kevin. Uh, we were given a huge documentation by UCSF. Uh, it, it had uh, like all the you know details about it. But obviously, they clearly said, since it's a clinical trial, and very, very few patients have gone through it. I think uh, ADI-SKID was one of the one of the clinical trials of CRM, which was already happening at UCLA. And, and they, they were giving all those kinds of feedbacks. But the documentation was really good. And it, and it showed all kind of, you know, the procedures and what will happen next. But obviously the data, when, when you talk about the data, how many patients have you really treated with this? What are the results after five years? What, what has happened with the vector that has been used? Those informations were not quite, you know, backed up with the huge amount of data, but, but we were, you know, the, you know, your heart talks to you when you are talking about your child, when you're talking about your treatment of your child. And our hearts was telling us that if, if 
genetically, if you are, you know, correcting the sequence of a DNA and then giving back to the patient, it would definitely be better than, you know, giving it from somebody else. So that, that feeling was always there. And that's why I think that with, with that gut feeling, we went forward with it. I, that was the, you know, hard bit. <laughs> Right. And having seen Ronnie and, and being around him, I know that he has so much energy and so much enthusiasm. He's a, he's a joy to see and a joy to be around. Watch, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your story with us. We really appreciate you taking the time today. And now we're going to go into the session on pediatric and rare diseases, where we're going to be hearing from some of the researchers who are doing this work, who are not only changing lives, but they're saving lives. So we'll see you again a little bit later. Absolutely. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for this invitation. I'm glad that I'm part of this session.